0: <speaking in the middle> welcome to Midnight Conversations I'm Anna Karaja.
1: and I am Stephen Banos welcome back yeah it feels feels good to be back it feels strange to be back I, I I don't know what to do do you know what to do Stephen no idea I already messed it up. Do you know what I mean? It's usually you're like, Oh, my name's Adam. And I'm like, oh, I'm Stephen. And then you do an intro. But then I just like jumped in. I was excited. And yeah, like, it, nah,
0: was, it was it was a bit much. I didn't want to say anything. I thought we'd just roll past it,
1: you know, no. but uh, no, let's
0: That's let's address legend. it. Let's no, talk about okay. it. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. Should we start it going? again? Should, um, we, should we do it all again? I, I I think <laughs> if if people are listening to this point, they're they're committed. They've made an investment at this pod and they're saying, Hey, I'm gonna listen to this because this is an interesting podcast.
1: So it is an interesting podcast. We're different like people now though. It's not gonna be the we same are different listeners. People. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Steven, how are you changed. different?
0: What do you think? Uh, what's the difference in your life?
1: I I guess the main one is that I'm a married man now. You are a married man. But then, that I mean that, that hasn't really changed anything. It just means that I have less money, oh, money okay. that I put towards a, a big event to uh oh feed, see, 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 feed yeah. and, and uh provide dancing space for my friends and relatives Yeah, that was nice yep. yeah yeah no, you're sounds, different
0: sounds good. uh i'm different i don't know i've i've grown my <laughs> my knowledge uh my my happiness my wisdom it's all it's all grown over the time since we What, what else has grown uh, oh yeah and and uh, i have a child now so that that's grown it's growing I was every talking day talking about your hair oh yeah <laughs> I, and <don't> I care <laughs> about your child <laughs> <laughs> yeah my hair is growing yeah i got i got long hair it's um yeah, it, it's been a while, but it, definitely the hair has grown. Uh, I, what, what are your thoughts, Stephen? Are you pro long hair, anti long hair? What's your, what's I your think
1: go? I think uh, it works. Mm. Papa yeah. and Bicaraja with long hair yeah. and a little baby to go with it. That's it. Just, it. It's a perfect perfect family you've got got happening there. I think so. I
0: think so. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to, you know, change things up. And so, I mean, changing things up is just... Yeah, growing my hair is is what it it was about. You know, it helps me feel calm, helps me feel relaxed, um, and uh, doesn't make me feel anxious. Uh, It doesn't impact my sleep quality uh, or self-esteem. And so this, I mean, other things that have influence on these factors other than long hair
1: is uh, social media use. Wow. Um, that was perfectly did you know that? tied Thank
0: together. You. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I, I did uh, suspect that that would be the case. Um, mm. I figure people often trade social media use for sleep. Yeah. Not healthy. I've been guilty of it myself. Have you? And uh, no,
0: because I think we did a podcast a while ago about... Uh, social media in some other aspect uh, and mm-hmm. it led to me deleting all my social media accounts I think to some extent it was a while ago yeah. I forget maybe like a year ago or something yes and yeah. so I've still been on that train ever since and so I am not really on social media so I don't I don't have it as an effect uh, anymore are we are we on social media by the way Stephen that's something to clarify because I don't manage any of
1: this anymore oh we are are we okay Uh, look see that's (laughs) so okay so if you haven't figured it out the paper today is about social media and it's like adverse Mm. effects one of the main ones being sleep yeah. Um, but Anandan and I are seemingly two of the most unqualified people to talk about <laughs> social media because yeah. both of us have looked at papers and the science behind some of the detrimental effects of social media use. And now I think both of us are almost entirely off it. Yeah. I have Facebook still. Um, cool. I've deleted Instagram. Mm. Twitter's gone. Yeah, we have, we have a TikTok account, but I don't have the app on my phone and I haven't uploaded a video for a while.
0: Fair enough. Okay, um,
1: but we do we do have we do have uh, an Instagram account like a Midnight Conversations one mm. and a TikTok and a Facebook. Okay. Do we have a Facebook? We
0: do. Yeah, I think we do. I've tried closing that a few times. Anyways, this is this is administration stuff that we should probably talk <laughs> off <on, laughs> off air. But uh, I think in future, if you wanna listen to this podcast, don't try and keep up to date with uh, social media. Just just listen. Just mm-hmm. on your usual pipes. Just just open it up. Boom. Is there a podcast this week? Maybe not. Maybe there is. More, more often than not, if you use the last six months as a trajectory, probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> the next six months, there'll be there'll be more regular uploads uh, for your ears to listen to. So yeah, definitely. Um, mm. definitely. So this paper, definitely. let me walk you through it. Uh, it's it's been a while since we've done this, Stephen. So I'm a little rusty. So feel free to help me out wherever. But this is uh, this study was looking at social media use uh, related to sleep quality, self esteem, anxiety, and depression in 467 Scottish adolescents. So a study done in Scotland uh, in the University of Glasgow, actually. Um, And so the authors, they measured overall social media use, nighttime-specific social media use, emotional investment in social media, so all these sort of variables. And then, of course, what they were measuring, which was sleep quality, self-esteem, levels of anxiety, and depression. And they found that adolescents who use social media more, both overall and at night, and those who are more emotionally invested in social media experience poor sleep quality, lower self-esteem, and higher levels of anxiety and depression. Um, so, I mean, let, let's let's take a breather there and have a think about what that means. I mean, not surprising results, I'd say. Is, I mean, the, there are reasons, you know, a lot of people I feel... I, the reason why I was interested in this paper was I think a lot of people blame social media for a lot of things, um, which I think is, there's some credit to the criticism, but also I think it's partly unfair. I think if you have sufficient self-control and you know how to use social media to your advantage it can be a tool just like any other tool right and you can I mean you're probably on Facebook because it's a way for you to connect with people you otherwise wouldn't right so correct um, yeah
1: yeah yeah, has
0: has definitely benefits
1: it it does but I mean it like it's problematic because a lot of the people that are using it don't really have that self-control mm, right and it's, it's teens right like well exa- exactly that, that's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Um, and kind of older people as well I feel like aren't fully aware of the the captivating power of social media you know what I mean like the the companies who are you know producing the the information um, the content on these social media platforms are like tailoring that information to actually grab your attention. Um, and so the less you're aware of that, I feel like the, the more, uh, you know, like easily influenced you are, the more time you're going to spend on it, the less you've, f- the less self-control you feel like you need to apply to that situation to like bring yourself off it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm. I think, I, I think it definitely makes sense. Uh, but I mean, from a neuroscientific point of view as well, I, there may be a reason why they focus on adolescence. I'm not sure if this is the case, but, uh, primarily your brain through development continues to grow up until you're around about age 25 and males and females. And then beyond there, it's like a gradual decline, broadly speaking, overall. Um, yeah. but, Uh, why the part that grows, I guess, from teenagehood to uh, 25 is the frontal lobe, the front part of your brain, so near the forehead. And this is really important in sort of what they call executive functionings, which means thinking about uh, things in the future or planning ahead or uh, controlling of emotions. And the reason why this is really, really important is because one of the sort of first areas to develop is, is sort of your limbic system, which is and consists of things like the amygdala, which are things involved in uh, a brain region involved in like fear, uh, emotions. So this is why stereotypically children are said to you know lack this emotion regulation or control of emotions but as we become you know progress into adulthood yeah, our brains become more developed to sort of inhibit these emotions so when we get really angry we can calm ourselves down all these sort of things it, not saying it can't happen in children or or teenagehood but uh, generally this these brain structures responsible for these uh, tasks happen.
1: is is there kind of like a reversal process as you age as well i feel like i'm attacking like people in their 60s but like yeah. i'm genuinely asking are no,
0: fair point. Uh, yeah. There isn't because the way it uh, happens in old age is slightly mm-hmm. different to how it w- the brain develops as it, in young age. So in deve- mm-hmm. it develops in young age in certain regions. In old age, there's sort of this, in most cases in healthy aging, there's this broad degeneration, like this broad uh, mm-hmm. reducing of brain volumes all over. So it's sort of mm-hmm. all across the brain. And then in certain diseases like Alzheimer's diseases, there's some brain regions that are hit more than other regions such as the hippocampus which we've talked on this show Mm. so this uh, yeah we don't see the same thing but if it was to be the case there's uh things there's disorders called uh, frontotemporal dementia which is the front part of your brain is sort of disintegrates and leads to dementia-like like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and these participants, pe- uh, people who have this uh, sort of disease, they also experience in one form, it's called behavioral variant frontal temporal dementia. And they exhibit these sort of lack of inhibition of their behavior. So they can do inappropriate things uh, because of the lack of frontal lobe, which is not, you know, inhibiting that circuit. So, so yeah, the wow. reason I'm bringing all this up is because it's probably a background, like common knowledge within the scientific literature of why people are so heavily invested in focusing on teenagers when mm-hmm. it comes to social media use, because you know their brains aren't fully developed and this is often used as a throwaway comment to dismiss teen- no teenagers can be quite smart it's not about intelligence it's just about regulation of emotions uh, and hormones as well as another factor but all these things yeah, that, play into
1: this which is interesting. that's very very interesting are you are you aware of any relationship to, um between like depression and anxiety in age like a, a adolescent's more predisposed to to feeling anxious or depressed you know?
0: I am I, not sure there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it does seem trends that uh, adolescence, there's higher rates of mental health issues in adolescence now, be, uh, you know, people say it's because of social media use, because yeah. you can't escape the bullying. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't know what the research is about that, and whether that's actually been shown mm-hmm. definitively in the research, you know, it could be just that. We're more interconnected as society, perhaps uh, maybe there is, you know, technology, maybe separate to social media because they're separate things, technology and social media use. So there's a bunch of things um, that mm. may contribute to yeah.
1: issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have I have read of or I'm like at least aware of links between like a lack of sleep, or like poor sleep quality and, and depression. Mm. And um, I feel like young people need more sleep as well, don't they?
0: yeah young people need a
1: lot of sleep i think the
0: estimates are around like 12 to 16 hours for like teenagers is what i'm Wait, sorry what what was that number at 12 to 16 hours per night uh, per night, yeah. I, th- I, you know, don't quote me on this. Definitely go and check this out. You're but, uh, a recent dad. <laughs> <Is yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, babies also sleep, a, sleep. a lot as well. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really imp- Sleep is yeah. has a really important role, uh, mm-hmm. in in our bodies. It, it, it is important for the maintenance of our like brain health and our body health. And like, yeah. as you are awake, you could say your cells are are you know working and they produce stuff. Like you can say waste products or junk and um, and sleep helps with the clearance of this junk, so it's actually really, really important, which is why when you're sleep deprived it, it, you can't really function very well it's one one factor, so sleep is really, really important, especially in teenagers, yeah. and they don't get enough as well because you know they have to wake up early for school and, and generally sometimes their cycles may not align, not everyone's asleep by like eight or nine, especially teenagers they're up very, very late and um, mm-hmm. and so all these factors can contribute to poor
1: health yeah yeah interesting i feel like yeah. since i've started working from home and i can like sleep in as long as i want I've, i think feeling? i've been healthier and happier than ever for sure ah, yeah nice
0: yeah yeah because yeah.
1: i mean if i if i sleep later if i sleep poorly i'll just stay in bed until you know until i'm feeling good enough to to get up and start my day yeah which is definitely. huge
0: and it, it's mm. important when we talk about sleep as well and depression to think about reverse causality because people who are depressed are more likely to sleep longer because they're less likely to go out um, or or just have the energy to do activities or tasks. So
1: um, that that's a factor as well. But mm. it's, it's,
0: I find it's really difficult yeah. to look at sleep in teenagers
1: because of these reasons. But yeah, go on. What yeah, oh, I was, saying, I was just going to say that I think that reverse causality aspect might. Um, also be relevant to social media use. People who are more depressed are seemingly, I don't know, it's speculative, but are probably no. more likely to, to engage in social media use.
0: Yeah, and, and I think there's a lot of literature about personality types and social mm. media use in terms of, uh, I'm not entirely familiar with it, but I, I have interacted with people who are working in this space and they talk about how they're looking at uh, what certain personality types lead to certain types of social media use because mm. you can break it down into how people use social media, are they interested in what they post and, and when they post it. Um, I think the example was uh, some, someone was doing exercise research and it was in regards to... Um, what if say if you use a tool like map my run or something or strava and um, what sort of posts do you put up people were only putting up you know their best runs or best times and what does that relate to and what does that and then you know it's it's well documented that people post the best parts of their life on social media rather than the worst so that that yeah. has a effect
1: so man yeah. so i mean like I, I do i probably go on facebook like once or twice a day right mm-hmm. and i'll like if i'm really bored or you know, whatever, if I'm, if I'm anxious, sometimes I just do it just to have a a little scroll. And Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of my time on Facebook, just like clicking on like a video. And then just like having a little look through the comments and just being like, why are these people commenting? Mm. So, so many of the comments are just like so pointless. (laughs) And I can't understand why someone would like spend the time to sit there and be like, just commenting on like a video that's like clearly staged, like yeah, good on you for telling that person not to fat shame the other person or whatever. Right. Like, where where do they think that that comment is going? Like, how does it serve them? How does it serve anyone else? Like, I, I do they feel like they're doing some virtuous act of like reinforcing good behavior of you know the the person in the video or. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I and I think also yeah. there's definitely I mean, not to bring it back to neuroscience, but it's yeah. sort of the kind of main wheelhouse. <laughs> but there's a there's this sort of, you know, rat and trigger effect where you know rats they press a trigger and then they get a dopamine hit or like a reward system i think when you post a comment there's this sort of uncertainty of how it'll be received and then you get someone liking it and then you get this immediate rush of wow like someone like thinks that what i have to say is of value
1: and um, so i think from a social perspective it has quite a uh, yeah can we, can we break is it possible to like break down further like what's actually causing that dopamine hit what what is it that they're actually looking for like if someone likes it, what yeah. what is that saying to that person that creates a dopamine? Do
0: Not sure. But in terms mm. of dopamine release, it can happen from all sorts of things, right? The food we eat triggers dopamine release. Uh, close contact with another person triggers dopamine release. So social media use and um, this sort of liking or validation of someone's comment, triggering that dopamine release is sort of probably stimulating the similar pathways to all these other things. So it's just things that feel good, essentially.
1: Yeah, um, right. But the things that feel good, those are like, that's positive social interactions. You feel like you're being validated, your existence is being validated to an extent. You're like building. I mean, do, do, do we have like a natural need for social? Interactions, I guess we do.
0: Yeah, and relationships and then, yeah, are okay. really important, right? Re- yeah, yeah. Um, humans are social creatures, so the relationships cause and, and finding meaning in a network of people can can be very useful. So there's, mm. um, yeah, a lot of stuff there. Okay. But uh, one more finding on top of this. So the, that was the first finding in relation to social media use, but then they also looked at um, adoles- adolescents who use social media at nighttime. And they said that nighttime use of social media uh, predicted poor sleep quality after controlling for anxiety, depression and self esteem. So what that means, remember, I was talking about reverse causality, and like people who suffer from depression may be more likely to stay in bed. So what these uh, authors did, these scientists, they decided, well, we're going to control for these factors that are known to um, influence this relationship to see, well, when we keep all these other factors constant, like anxiety, depression, self esteem, is there still a relationship? And there is, which makes it seem like there may be some sort of way in which um, nighttime social media use predicts poor sleep qualities mm-hmm. independently of these other things. So, um, yeah, the time of day matters, and, and it's yeah. not yeah. explained by just these these factors. And it makes sense. I mean, we did we did a podcast. I don't know if you remember. It was it was went into the vault. Uh, <laughs> do you do you know which podcast? I know I don't know the one you're talking about. It was it something was something to do called, with light. It was Alan. It was, it yes, was Alan. artificial light uh, at night. And yes. the influence that this had on something, some health outcome. And I think Steve and I spent maybe a good portion of that podcast. I was laughing because there is this um, <laughs> meme that went around at ages ago of this like chipmunk or someone. And it says, Alan, 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 Steve,
1: Steve, yeah. Steve. Anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. And, people, and it, it's very, very good. I, I, I kept referencing that throughout the paper. I yep. think we decided we would put that up if we didn't have a podcast one week and then it just died,
1: <laughs> we should podcast. have put it up. We should have. We, I we, think should we have, have a bunch of those. We do. We do. But, but then you know, we've I say it's it right. like evidently, we, evidently, we've matured a lot since then. <laughs> well, right. It's best we right. keep them in the vault
0: it, it still gives me a good giggle. And I think <laughs> I'm thinking of Alan. I don't think of artificial light at night. I think of uh, that chipmunk. But it, it's saying that. Uh, mm-hmm. There is other research showing that uh, artificial light at night can have detrimental impacts on stimulating parts yeah. of the brain that influences sleep. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. relation to sleep. I think that's what I was focusing on. Mm. So, you know, that's another thing. When we talk about poor sleep quality and social media use at nighttime, you're likely using your phone, which has this artificial light. So this is another factor which the authors didn't seem to control for. So that could be a factor.
1: Yeah, well. yeah. Um, I think uh, there are other reasons for that as well, obviously, like anxiety and depression, I feel like if you're using it and you've sent out a message and you're like waiting for someone to respond, like, Mm. Hey, Melissa, you looked really great at the party last night. Just sitting there like refresh, refresh, refresh. I know she's online. Is she going to like it? Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and like, it's hard to sleep with that going through your mind. I, well, that's true. And that's yeah. why
0: they tried to control for these things like anxiety and depression and self-esteem so mm. that they could say, well, it's not due to these factors, unlikely oh, that it's due okay, to these yeah. factors. Yeah, but you're right because that those are the most common reasons. So if they didn't control mm. for that, it would be like less likely. But given that they did, it, it's possible that it's maybe a reason, maybe
1: unrelated to these mm. things. Yeah, perhaps. Um, uh, so I, guess, I mean, maybe it's not anxiety and depression then. The, like what that situation that I'm explaining then mm-hmm. would you classify that as an anxiety depression it's sort of. i like would a...
0: classify it as the third variable that they have which is mm. self-esteem so maybe yeah. it may be like a personality trait perhaps or yeah. someone who fe- has low self-esteem is more likely to um, need or want the validation of others to feel good so that's that's what they try
1: to control for, yeah to some yeah that's yeah. interesting that social media like causes or oh, doesn't cause people but there's a correlation between lower self-esteem and social media because there are like obviously a significant portion of people that are using it to boost their self-esteem yeah
0: possibly yeah possibly but i think we're all doing something that boosts our self-esteem like right Mm. it's a it's a feedback loop right things that make you feel good you're more likely to engage with unless you have that frontal part of your brain saying well actually maybe i should brush my teeth even though it's boring because it's good for me or go for that run even though i don't feel good running because it's good so like you know Mm. that's what develops over
1: time Uh, but
0: yeah it's a yeah, thing. I don't
1: know. if you, if you, let's say you like post up your, your run statistics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you feel like people kind of have like a preset number of, you know, likes or comments that they'll get? And it's like, as soon as they reach like, okay, we've hit seven likes today, therefore um, self-esteem good. is improved. And then like anything less than that seven in their mind, lower self-esteem.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting mm. way to quantify it. I, I think of it in terms of more broadly in terms of celebrity right when you think of celebrities broadly they're not as satisfied like they have money and wealth but you know the consensus is they're not inherently internally satisfied because of these factors so if you think of the extreme situation where you have the most notoriety and the most you know opportunities and stuff Um, And it still doesn't breed satisfaction, as you see from, you know, many instances. And they feel like they don't have the right to complain because they're in such a good position in life. Mm. And I think Jim Carrey famously said, is it Jim Carrey? Yeah, he said, uh, I wish everyone was famous so that they could realize it doesn't make them happy. Um, And he's gone through quite a public, you know, uh, turmoil of his whole life. And so I think uh, perhaps that is a reflection of you know, the the need for social validation isn't satiated, it always grows as 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 you gain more social notoriety, perhaps. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I often wonder about that. Like whether whether that idea that, you know, celebrities are you know, less content, whether that's just kind of the narrative that's like spread to the rest of the population to make you kind of feel better about not being famous. (laughs) Meanwhile, these dudes are like eating shrimp out of a glass on a boat, you know.
0: Uh, Possibly. I mean, I think it depends what makes you happy, right? Mm. If eating shrimp out of a glass in a boat makes you happy, then I think maybe either do that or, you know, pursue celebrities to make you feel. I think there's definitely a proportion who, you know, know that they want to be famous and fame makes them happy. But mm. if they want to be famous for other reasons, perhaps those other reasons are what makes them happy, not fame. And that's maybe where we get the, you know, disconnect. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm
1: a big fan of, um, like, Matthew McConaughey. I recently read his book. Oh, um, yeah. And he he thinks a lot about this sort of stuff. Um, mm. And, yeah, I, I guess a lot of the conversation is about, like, your metrics for success. And he, he, like, is a big proponent of the idea that you should, like, make the things that you do, like, a, an end in themselves rather than a means to an end. And, like, that's how he... Like yeah, he treats his work as as the goal, you know. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like cool. it's 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 the journey, right? I think
0: that's the most important thing because life's yeah. over before you know it. I think. <laughs> what are you and on, on that note, on that, <laughs> <laughs> Um I mean, that's pretty much. Those are the main things uh, yeah. with this paper. See, I think that was a pretty good, pretty good uh,
1: entry after a little bit of a layoff. It, you know? it felt. It felt pretty natural after a little yeah, while we,
0: we we had our oh wait are we still doing those things where you play music at the end of the podcast oh. is that is that happening or I've is that kinda,
1: well i've got a standing desk now it's much harder fun. for me to i guess mm. i should uh. you should do something we got to do a throwback to some
0: musical item i think it's a great way to end the podcast you it's know very,
1: it's very awkward
0: uh it, nah, you can you can make it work i'm sure beautiful
1: We're going with it Yeah, that's
0: right we're doing it we're doing it it's done <laughs> thank you very much guys uh we'll be back you can check us out nowhere apparently because we're not on social media if we are the count is probably discontinued so just check us out where you see us yeah uh, you'll see us when you see us i guess <laughs> <laughs> that should be how we finish every podcast you'll see, you'll see us, us when, you when you see us, see us. <laughs> um or it's hear a us podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny love it all right all right all right,
1: all right. yeah awesome see ya.